Hey guys, welcome back to Let's Lang with Global Danica, continuing with our series Exist to Be Aware for Black History Month. And of course, that's recognizing the many, many contribution of people of color, or today we're saying melanated people all across the world, but definitely here, right here on American soil. So today, I want to just bring to your attention have you ever decided have you ever gave yourself that opportunity to take a look at a hymnal or the book or the songs that created the atmosphere in which you worship it doesn't matter whether you're catholic mainstream christian jewish buddhist muslim universal but have you ever thought about that why or the origins. Well, tonight we're going to be talking about Sister Thea Bowman. So, I decided to take a look at the Catholic space. There's so many contributions that people have made in the Catholic space since the beginning of time, since the beginning of the second or first century. But we're going to come a little closer and talk about the early 1900s. So now Bertha Bowman, she was born in a small town, Mississippi in 1937, and she was the granddaughter of a slave. Now she was raised a Methodist, but through some teachers at her school, which of course Franciscan Sisters of Perpetual Adoration, and we know that particular order has made some tremendous, tremendous um, work around the globe. Well. Bertha decided to convert to Catholicism at the age of 15, and she joined the order, taking on the name Meaning of God. And believe me, this lady has done some tremendous work. Well, she, did this, she decided to go to La Crosse, Wisconsin and study until, the, until 1961. And then she moved forward and taught at a Catholic university and then at Xavier University in New Orleans. Now, as she progressed on, she decided to build bridges among cultures. And that was definitely her calling. And of course, sharing that rich cultural history of not only a spiritual heritage, but the spiritual heritage of African-American people. Now, she did create the many uh, Catholic multicultural and African-American projects that we see now. But the first edition was Lead Me, Guide Me, which is an African-American Catholic hymnal. She also co-founded the Institute of Black Catholic Studies at Xavier University, and she helped found the National Black Sisters Conference in 1966. Now, unfortunately, by the age of 40, she was diagnosed with breast cancer, but she didn't let that stop her. Although she was confined to a wheelchair, she still continued her work. And in 1989, she was asked to address the U.S. Conference of Board uh, of Catholic Bishops. So, and, and of course, she passed away, unfortunately, in 1990. But still, her work lives on. Her work lives on. And guys, again, I pose to you, in spite of social constructs, inequity, 
suspicion, hatred, and just pure ignorance. How are you plowing through? Here we have a young lady who was the, the granddaughter of a slave and she still progressed on. So those of you who are educators, take the time to develop yourself, to look at the rich history that America has through people who have not only been disgraced, talked about, murdered from trees, lynching, used as as absolute almost tax, taxidermy experiments because it is and we will go into that later on um, but you still have a people who forge through so guys this is global Danica and we'll talk to you soon <laughs>